1: Welcome to Owen the Town, I'm Lou Gregory and here's what's coming up today. Luton, head over to Hole and come back with three points and it pushes them up to third in the table. Can we start dreaming of the Premier League? Because I think after Saturday we're all absolutely buzzed. Today we'll discuss that win in a little bit more detail and also discuss the possibilities of Luton Town playing Premier League football next season. It sounds like a dream. At the moment, we're all dreaming. And I think it's okay to dream. Uh, We have a look at Jordan Clark. This guy has been amazing since his return from injury. How have you rated his performances? Is he a must-start going forward? That's what we asked you today. We've also got a few Instagram questions to get through and to help me get through them all, as always, is Dave and Bataro opposite me. Uh, A bit earlier on on the podcast today, guys. It's nice. Nice to get it done a bit earlier. But uh, how are you both?
2: Very well. Very well. Living the dream, haven't we?
0: Yeah, of course. Nice little international break we're going into now with uh, points on the board. So let's go again.
1: I'm yeah. kind of glad we're going into, into an international break because I've been enjoying watching Luton so much recently that, you know, two weeks without it now, it's mm-hmm. it's going to drag a little bit.
2: Might drag, but uh, what benefit is that going to give our, our players to recover?
0: Plus the ones that are injured as well. Yeah, so exactly it, that. Exactly face, that. Good thing.
2: So you never know. Get some injuries back, or back from injury, sorry, and uh, make that push. Mm. So I know
0: what
1: you're, you're saying about, obviously, no football is it's yeah. not nice is it and it's always the case with an international break you don't know which way it's going to go like is it better just to carry on putting in the shifts Saturday Tuesday Saturday or is it going to benefit us by having this this two week break and having that rest and then maybe raring to go against Mill or you, you kind of don't know which one is better
0: I could see it being a positive for us to, to be fair I mean like I said, it's going to, the players gonna rest up. I think we need it. I think we've got about five, six players that injured at the moment. So look, if we can get half of them back, then well, you obviously can't get, but, you know, yeah. certain players back. Obviously it's gonna be a bit longer, but no, nah, it's only a good thing. I think
2: increases competition back for places. People want to get back in a team that's doing well, and uh, they all want to be part of this because mm-hmm. they could be making history.
1: And before we get into the win on on Saturday, we've, we've just got to talk about current league table and us sitting third and look we're all dreaming aren't we because if you would have said to us at the start of this season or at any stage of this season you're going to be third mm-hmm. with eight games to go it, it is just ridiculous hearing that isn't it it's
2: great no is, is it ridiculous it's great we, we're we there on merit aren't we we're not there because everybody else is crap we're there on merit we've done really really well and that's that's the thing a lot of teams have underestimated this, this season you know the whole teams like Luton thing Fans in particular, I wouldn't say management, but fans in particular would go, Oh, we're going to beat those. And, you know, they've come in for a shock. So I'm loving it because, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. It's a dream, but I can't wait for it to get better.
1: But it's just ridiculous in the sense of you look at the teams at the top of the table, and we've said it before that Nathan Jones, the, the budgets, yeah. what we pay for players, it's just unreal to think an unreal effort from everyone at the club to get to this situation where we are in a position like you say we deserve to be there on merit we're we're playing so well this season we're picking up results uh we've got the third most goals in the league we've now got the third most wins in the league everything is looking positive
0: and we're kicking ourselves that we still haven't got certain points that we should yeah should have yeah yeah, absolutely you
2: know you just think about those games that we let go which would have you know, we'd have been in the auto positions by now. Yes, yeah, it. it's crazy. And and what a difference a week makes. You know, we we know we get turned over by QPR, and then a week later we're way above them again. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's great, it? And, and we th- worked
1: hard. The comment that's kind of winding me up at the moment is other fans of other clubs are seeing Luton in third, and their first thing they go to is, oh, well, the championships terrible yeah, this yeah, season. Oh, it's a really bad championship. That's, right. and you're just like we give ourselves credit right and we deserve credit but it feels like other fans from other clubs don't give us enough credit and the credit we deserve for being where we are they
0: just look at us and go a tiny club you know i've got a small budget they can't do anything and then realistically they can can do something
1: if you've only been if you've only been watching
2: football since the premier league started which a lot of them would be from their armchairs um they would have no idea of our history they have no idea of how. And a lot well of young fans,
1: to be fair, yeah. wouldn't would have grown so, up with Luton in the so, conference. So they see Luton
2: Town as a non-league team, but they're not. They're they not should that. do their research then, shouldn't they? Right. But you know, tables don't lie, do they? They just don't lie. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm with you on that one. And the other one, the shot at the football ground, you know, the Oak Road entrance, does my head in. Well, I hope they don't lie anyway. This Let's could be a Premier League. <laughs> this, yeah, but this could be a pre- you know, this not for years. That was the home end for years. Mm. So the away fans were treated to going through the other end of the, the stadium. So, you know.
1: To be honest, they could quite easily just board up that staircase in the away end and no one would ever know it was a garden. But I think it's more fun leaving it open to, to yeah, let people, people see the gardens. But it's historical.
2: Well. It's historical. A couple more years there and then we're, we're out. And when the day we leave that stadium, we'll all, be, we'll all be crying.
1: But it is that situation of we're there. We deserve to be in third place at the moment. And if you ask any other fan... Predict your top six. I bet none of them put us in it. Everyone always looks and goes, "Oh well, Luton will drop off and Luton will drop points." Yeah, yeah. and yeah. And, and
2: who's going to put them in? Even now, they're not putting us in them. No, even with eight games to I
0: go. Was just even about to say that, Dave. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who are still you know, obviously tweeting a lot of crap going, "Oh yeah, you know, Luton won't stay there. They will probably end up like tenth or whatever." We might do, yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised. And I don't think anyone who has who has half the clue about football they wouldn't be surprised either about us finishing up there because you look at us on. Paper, which a lot of people do. Said
1: this to you on Saturday, didn't I? Mm -hmm. You look on paper, we've got the most favourable running compared to everyone else in the top six.
2: And also, you know, you know, disregard us at your peril really. Yeah. And you know, we're not we're not gonna lose eight games, are we? It's in our own hands and that's the main thing. It's not like we're relying on other people to lose. It's in our own hands. What do
0: Luton have to do to like no, get people to like yeah. kick their mouth shut and stop saying all this probably crap probably just get a new stadium because no. I think yeah, that's what it comes it, down to isn't it? Isn't it? at the end of the day or it comes get a bigger budget oh here we go no, long,
2: long, long may they continue to underestimate yeah, us long good. may that happen you know what and if we were lucky enough to go up they'll be underestimating us in the next division as well and, and good luck to them all and uh, let's see how it goes.
1: Well, let's talk about Luton and the Premier a, a little bit later. And uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves, but let's dream.
0: No, let's, let's get
1: ahead <laughs> of ourselves. <laughs> he started it. <laughs> let's do three word reviews of hole one, Luton three. Neville says up to third. Helen, dare to dream. Neil says maybe, just maybe. Mike, really good football. Ted says Adebayo, Cornick and Bree. Or oh, Bree, not not the end. Louis says who needs centre-backs. James, what a team. Uh, Phil says book Wembley tickets. And Max, breeze free kick.
0: Mate, I like that one there. What Mike said, really good football. And do you know what? I'd say for about sixty percent of this season, we have seen really good football from us. I mean, it's a bit being a bit route one sometimes when it's needed to be. But look, the football. I think it's it's confident football. It's high press. It's energy. Do you know what I mean? We're seeing the team now, a group of people, a group of players. Sorry, that they, they want to win back everything. I mean, second balls, they're on it. How many times in the past have we sat there and gone, Jesus Christ, why is no one like, running for that or there's no determination to get the ball? And I think you see it from every single player. It's not just like your Campbells or your Clarks now, it, you're seeing it from everyone. Do
1: you know what impressed me about Saturday's win, and this is how I described it to you because you, you didn't get to see it on the weekend, but um, it, it feels like in some games in recent weeks we've had to really work hard and grind out a win, but it did feel like on Saturday we were... Uh, Close to our best again, and it was kind of an easy stroll and yeah. a walk in the park. And you know, I'm not saying we didn't work hard, but it wasn't like we had to nick a goal and get a 1 0 win. It was, we've come here, we've controlled the game, we could have scored yeah, more. Yeah, I
0: think it's the way we controlled the midfield as well. I mean, that midfield was absolutely phenomenal when on Saturday. I mean, like you saying like press and whatever else, it was just the constant pressure in midfield, it was just overpowering, and it was, oh, I was ridiculous
2: but then you go and well I do I know I do it for fun anyway but I I go and look at what the opposition thought of us and every single fan that's, that's commented is basically saying no, Luton are not that good mm-hmm. you know and you know we should have beaten them and all this crap and then you know they they misjudge us again mm-hmm. so yeah it's nice it's for me it's what how Luton town are that's this is what Luton town do that they play and when they play they play Fast, attractive football. And if they have to dig in, they dig in.
0: Yeah, we're seeing more variety yeah. this season as well, aren't we? But the
2: press, the press at the weekend, because uh, I've watched the highlights and uh, the match back, and the press was amazing. They mm. were working really hard.
1: Louis says, who needs centre-backs? And at the yeah, moment, look for at the that. second game in a row, we're or game and a half in a row, that we're lining up with a back five of full-backs. And let's be honest, it's it's working perfectly, isn't it? And we had one change in from Wednesday in Preston your dinner coming in for his only third 90 minutes of the season. He came in for Burke, who pulled up against Preston. So no recognised centre-backs were in the line-up. But even the Saturday, Batari, we were sitting there and we, we were chatting about the the makeshift back five, if you like to call it that. And we're quite happy with like Dan Potts there at centre-half.
0: Well, I was just about to say about Dan Potts. I mean, I used to say it years ago, didn't I? I, I said on here right at the start when we used to first do this and whatever else. I used to say um, Dan Potts, for me, is a better centre-half than he's a left-back. I think we see more from him at centre-half position. Maybe in a three, it might benefit him. But I think the other day when we looked at, obviously, a like, you know, team, or sorry, a back five or a back three, or whatever I want to call it, of a, uh, full-backs, I actually look at Dan Potts and go, no, nah, he's a centre-half. Because I don't think, well, not, maybe not, but I to say, maybe not, people don't think he's comfortable in a uh, left-back position, but I think... Yeah, three he's a lot more competent than he is at left back and that's basically it yeah
1: and with Bell obviously the first choice left back I do like the fact that we've got then that option of, of putting Potts there next to Bell and yeah. you look at Bell going forward and maybe he's a little bit quicker maybe his final ball's a little bit better but Potts has been known in his time at the club for his his jumping and his heading mm-hmm. and how good he is with that and having a left-footed player in, in that centre-half spot as well to slot in when Naismith and Bradley are out, is, I, th- I think it's quite an important thing. Yeah, of course.
2: Refreshing that we can, we can call on a squad in that way. Yeah. You know, in the past, we wouldn't have had a squad big enough to cope with this and that's probably why, you know, we've recruited well and that's probably why we're doing well. I mean, everyone fills yeah. in for everyone else. It's I fantastic.
0: I Potts as well. I mean, he's proved a lot of people wrong, hasn't he? Yeah. Very well... Me as well I'm right, I mean, going to say including a you Bataro yeah, to yeah, be I mean, honest Realistically I looked at him in League 2 and I I'm not I'm not of his biggest fan I'm still not his biggest fan but obviously he does a good job and he plays honestly in, in the back three but I think when we used to see him at left back especially in League 2 as well or League 1 still didn't think he was that great then maybe a bit harsh but I'll be honest that's what I used to say but I'm happy for him to step in and see do a job I, wanna, I wouldn't want to see him there the whole season but I'm happy for him to be cover for them three at the back. Perfect.
1: Uh, let's talk about the goals then. We went 1-0 up just after a chance we had from Cornick on the left-hand side. He, he burst through, uh, his shot was saved, and then the goal came from like, a similar attack from that left-hand side. So maybe that was in the in the, in the the notes in the analyst department before the game was attacked that left-hand side because we were getting a lot of joy down that side, and Adebayo cuts in. Uh, from the angle Luton have tweeted, it does look like it potentially could be going wide if it doesn't take oh, really? that nick off the keeper, but Adebayo slots it away and it's, and it's 1-0. And at that stage, what, 11 minutes gone?
2: We were looking comfortable, weren't it's we? that early, bloody hell.
0: But yeah, no, look, we were comfortable the whole game, I thought. I mean, Dave, you've seen it back, haven't you? The yeah, the
2: goal, the goal, actually. I, I think Adebayo's got so much more to offer. I think he can be so much quicker and so much better than he is right now. But when he's on, and, and, and that's not a criticism of me. I think he's got so much more to to show us mm-hmm. going forward, and especially if he stays with us. Um, and may, maybe may even a little bit careless with his shot, but when I looked at it, I thought he, he put it away really nicely. So you know, yeah, I thought he was right finish. place, right time, right finish. He was really strong up front.
1: It was really a great strong, great performance from Adabayo at the weekend, wasn't it? And it was one that we look at and we go, yeah, that's that's Adabayo at his best, and that powerful running and the skill and the touch and. Everything just about everything him. about yeah. him He's got He's got everything Maybe the only thing He can work on Is staying on side A little bit mm. more But apart from that Everything else Mate his awareness Is like, unreal it's,
0: Honestly How old is this guy 22 23 24 24 Whatever He's still a young kid like, I mean he's been doing it Since what Well the, a the, season and He's honestly he's Just got the, the worrying The
2: worrying thing, thing is though um, For us As a team He's getting noticed more now So have one or two effects Somebody will come in And take him away or they'll they'll work out how to deal with him in better. So you know he has been sensational this season, sensational and 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 the finish really. Let's give him some credit. He got there. He he put the strike on target. It was a goal. Yeah, we well, can brilliant. ask for more from your striker, really,
1: can you? Hole didn't really have that many chances on goal. It says down here in the stats that he had 15 shots and four on target, which is a lot more than we had. Um, Realistically, I don't remember them troubling us that much. I think in the first half, they put a, put a few balls across the face of goal, which led to nothing. And uh, second half, they kick, had that they? header from that free kick, which I think if Shay's come out and he's, mm-hmm. he's not going anywhere near if it's on target, it does go in. But apart from that...
0: And maybe Tommy's with a snapshot over the bar as well. Half a chance, yeah, yeah, yeah. not a proper chance. But nothing four, that I can remember, like
1: clear cut. Four shots on target, I find out hard to believe. Um, but. but we did make it 2-0 and... I love this goal and this is everything that we're about this season and it is that high press from Elijah and he's forced the the defender into mistake and he's he's shown great strength as well to get that tackling there because mm-hmm. it has a brilliant tackle. We thought Cornick nearly missed it because he took that touch but oh, he, yeah. he he didn't miss it and he tucked it away for
2: 2-0 and happy but days. How intelligent was that for Adebayo to look up and make the pass I thought he was going to chip it on. Yeah.
1: I thought he my first my first thought when he when he tackled him was he's going to chip yeah. the keeper here or he's going to try and take it around him I didn't even see Cornick there no, as mate, an option to pass but,
2: same as that but he would have been capable of doing taking it around the keeper but to look up see Cornick pass the ball Cornick when, when you look back at it you know he, he could have lost that yeah. for, for the
1: the little touch he took well we said on Saturday like if you're that whole defender you've got to you've make got a bit to, more yeah, of an of effort to get your foot in there I surely still, I still feel the defender could have got it or does maybe he's the thinking, defender thinking, thinking if I am timeless, it's red a red card, yeah, because absolutely. it's a clear scoring opportunity. But yeah. I don't know. You look back at that replay and you think if he just puts his leg out a bit more, yeah, he probably, gets, he he probably gets the ball because they are very close together.
0: And it's not like it was almost like Cornick got it kind of snuck under his feet a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, in, in a way. But no, I mean, like I say, we'll take it. But it wasn't the. Uh, it was well, the build-up was quite quite nice, but it was more the. Uh, Finish the touch and the finish. You thought just bury it first time, man. What are you doing? If he'd missed that, well, we know everyone would be fuming,
1: wouldn't we? But he did That's the main. Is it yeah. double
2: figures for him now? Yes, yeah, ten, isn't it? It's crazy. I think ten producer goals, Jacob put yeah. the
1: other day on, on social media that it's a twenty-five goal strike partnership this season. Thing. Oh, really?
2: And is that's that's mental? what that's what gets you in the position we're in. You know, if you're not getting a regular scorer up front, no, no matter how well you play, you're not going it, up um,
0: anywhere. I think Ali's on. Uh, 20, is it fourteen now? The yeah. league. 14 goals in the league already. Amazing Mental
1: Producer Jacobs put down a nice little note here which I think we're both real and is that that Lewis Potter was their only real threat yeah. at the weekend and was only, only their only decent decent player he is a player that's obviously young and he's having interest from the Premier League but I think we dealt with him really well on
0: the weekend Yeah I mean a few times he caused a couple of problems didn't he with his, obviously he's quite, he's quite an intelligent player isn't he as well so kind of touches gets around players didn't he got a bit of flair about him but now, like you say, I think Hull, with all due respect to Hull City, they weren't the best, and they were—I thought they were quite poor, like as in positional sense, and all that sort of stuff. I thought that like, they didn't really know how to handle us. If that makes sense, yeah. It was almost like they, when they were so high up the pitch, they left so many gaps in the midfield and not between the backs or however they played. I think they played a sort similar formation to us, didn't they? Three-five-two. And the amount of gaps that out wide, on the, especially on the left-hand side, like you said, on the first half, it was the same in the second half as well. Yeah. How many times did we get in down that left-hand side in the second half? But, uh, look, it obviously you've got to give us credit as well, but Hull did not help themselves now. I just
2: think we are playing, and it's a silly thing to say, but we're playing as a team right now. We're all playing for each other, and sometimes you meet opposition that maybe are not doing the same. I mean Hull. Hull have not done well this season, have they?
1: Really? No, but then they were promoted from last season. So I think for them to be where they yeah, are, no are they but, but their expectations, think done that bad.
2: but their expect their fans' expectations. What as are their ex- fans' expectations? I think though? the fans' expectations are: ex Premier League, we should be pushing up here now. You know, that's what I think. Is it? Uh, but well,
0: they're not. To be honest, I actually don't think they've done that bad. To be honest, Dave.
2: Well, you know. I
0: mean, how many points are they on? 35, 36? Well, they're,
2: they're not going. They're not going anywhere. They're staying oh, no, up. No, of
0: course they're not. But I mean, I've watched them a few times this season. They look alright. I mean, they're quite an entertaining team to watch usually. But then saying that, manager's gone now, and he got some other bloke in charge, and, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Getting rid of uh, was it Grant McCann? Mental, but not my day. But you know, fair play because he got the Peterborough and they got the points against QPR didn't they yesterday? So yeah, that was great, good. Yeah.
1: Well, let's talk about the goal that made it 3-0. This was brilliant play from Jordan Clark to win the free kick in the first place. Um, lucky he, uh, well, he, he blew for the free kick and as we as we scored, because I think it was like a four-on-one at one yeah. stage. Uh, but Bree stepped up and he's whipped a beautiful free kick into the top corner via the underside of the crossbar. And at that stage, you're just thinking like, what, what performance It just caps off such a beautiful day of football. And it was an unreal goal, weren't it? And look, James Bree, he... Had stick from the fans at the start of the season. He's really... I think he's really improved since the start of the season. And he's kind of like finding a, a bit of rhythm in the game. And he deserved that goal for all of his efforts this oh, season.
0: Mate, he's been... Well, I think I had a conversation with you on Saturday about play of the season. So who do you think is going to get it? And I said, well, it'd probably be Elijah. Yeah. Or, but for me, it's been James Brew because the consistency levels. Absolutely ridiculous, mate. That is like Honestly, that guy... He does not get enough credit, and maybe, well, maybe he does now. But I think, well, I know I've been saying it for the last couple of years. It's a big, we, we knew he was a very good player.
2: Big strike! Who knew he could do that? Who knew he could take the free kick like that? Well, yeah, I mean, he, it's an amazing strike up and over that wall, top corner. I mean, the way he whips the, the ball in from like crazy. getting an
0: assist that, you obviously we knew he had something like that. But yeah, where did that come from, eh?
2: It's nice to see, see those every now and then go in. It was a tremendous goal, really, really well taken. And, and and I think they said at the weekend on on the highlights, you know, on Quest and everywhere else, I mean, the technique to get it up and over that wall mm-hmm. that close to the goal was amazing. Well,
0: Chris Boyd liked it,
2: didn't he? He did like it on yeah, Sky Sports, excited, he did, he? yeah.
1: Here's a good question then for you, just the one you said on, on James. Brianna, I'll put this to you listening as now as well. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below or if you're listening, go and jump on Twitter and Twitter's like, over in the town. Who is your player of the season so far? Because we are getting to that stage now. We've got eight games left. At the moment, you look at the whole squad. Is there anyone that you look at that stands out and you go, that player has been phenomenal
0: this season? But well, we know, obviously, Addy's completely... It's too many. There's too many well, to choose so from, so isn't there? For many, me
2: personally, it's, it's James Bree. So you say James Bree. I yeah. think Alan Campbell's come into his own. Um, you can't ignore Adi yeah, you just can't. I mean, even Reese Burke as well. You yeah, can't. Since so been in the was, team as well. I wouldn't want to be picking that. I wouldn't want no. to be picking that. Amari Bell's had a good season, to be fair to him.
0: I think I still think James Breed's been ten times better than
1: him, Um What about Shea? Yeah, I just guess with Shea, he has had stages where he he didn't play the first half of the season. Obviously, Nays- with as well. Yeah, so yeah I, I think mean, there's so many options, played. isn't there? It's who ridiculous. has? I guess the way you look at it is, if you took that player out of the team, who would we like miss the most? I don't know. For me, it's got to be between I think maybe Arabeo, Campbell. Yeah, I think at the moment Campbell Bree, would be, yeah. Or Naismith, maybe. Maybe you, you say one of them four. Am I right? Do you reckon that's we're right? Even
0: Sonny, that? mate, forget about him as well.
1: He makes people click together. So well, let's put that to you listening right now. Who do you think has been Luton Towns player of the season so far? If you had to give out the award tomorrow, who would you be giving it to? Let us know. Owen the town on Twitter. who do you think then? What do you say? Go on, just pick uh, one. I'll, you know, i have to give it to Adebayo. Baio. Addie? Oh yeah. No,
0: what
2: are you asking me now? Yeah, go on, quick fire. It, uh, on. Well, I'll, I'd have to give it to but the one person I think has impressed me most, didn't impress me to start with, and I, I think Alan Campbell's absolutely a machine. So I'd give it to yeah. him.
1: Mine would be close with Alan Campbell because I've yeah, been very, yeah, very impressive as well. But then I've been impressed with James Abri as well, so it's a tough one. But yeah, we'll put that to you. Let us know below in the comments or on socials. Oh, in the town, um, Hull did score a goal. It was Eves uh, who tapped it in. Was it a tapping? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah ball across see, the goal, it, yeah. tapped in. Shame though. Three one. The players' reaction says it all, doesn't it? They were gutted about conceding that goal, but at the end of the day, I think Nathan Jones would agree. The three points are the most yeah, important things it. in that situation. I was
0: Pretty upset though, and I as well. Oh, you a few man? Yeah, I hate that. Was it ninety? First minute or whatever oh,
1: fucking hell. 16 clean sheets Still the division's best According to producer Jacob here And a nice little stat From Luton Analytics The joint first Joint first on high turnovers That lead to a goal So a very American football saying Isn't it High, high
2: turnovers what, Yeah well, a bit, a bit, You know a bit like A bit like the Andy Bayo thing
1: Yeah it's winning
0: possession back And convert, eh, I don't really understand The whole turnover thing Turnover
1: just means win the ball from a high. So I'm position, just thinking
0: right? that will turn over now. I'm a yeah. <laughs> you had to bring that up.
1: But it puts us up to third in the table. I know we spoke about this at the start of the podcast, but the, I was driving to work on yesterday, on yesterday, which is Sunday. And I was thinking the whole way, just in my head, every single playoff scenario that potentially could happen. And I was just getting quite excited about it. And it is an exciting time, isn't it? Because you do look at the teams in the playoffs. And you look at like Blackburn and Huddersfield, and Sheffield United, yeah, was QPR, good. Borough, Forest.
2: There's a there's a lot more to play out before the end of the season. Definitely, um, we're in we're in with a shout. It's in our own hands, but you know, it's going to be tough to stay there. It's going to be tough to do it, and it's going to be tough to to get through the the playoff semis, let alone the playoff final, or even achieve it. So you know we can dream for a bit longer, and we must make sure that we don't become complacent with it. I and mean, then you know, if we if we play like we've been playing, then you know we win three four games. We're done, aren't we? Five games more, I think we we're, we're definitely going to go up to the to the playoffs, aren't we?
1: All I want is a nice playoff two leg in mm. May in the sunshine. Oh, can you imagine? Can uh, see?
2: You see? I can. Can imagine it? But the thing is, as well,
1: if it's Huddersfield. QPR shuffled. You, you look at all these teams. Don't write off. Not you're going to have us. a huge away allocation yeah, as well. Like,
0: right? So they don't write off Forest either because I think they're going. To oh, I you, think Forrest... Would, I would think they, a, yeah, they're much better than well, what's apart in from there? Us, yeah, apart from us, clearly. But wow, yeah,
2: oh, mad. Let's see where we are mad. when we when we uh, beat Millwall.
1: Well, the player we wanted to focus and, on today was Jordan Clark because this guy's come back from injury recently, and I think he's been amazing in the middle of the pitch and. He's a player that when we signed him, he wasn't a big name. He didn't come from a another huge club. It was a free transfer. There was maybe like a little bit of, we don't know what to expect from him, but he has really been unreal for us since we signed. And he's so good on the ball, the way he twists and turns. It's almost mm. like David Silverrest. the way he controls that ball. Mate, and, that centre of gravity is And turns, it? it is yeah. amazing. What a player he's been for us. Mate, like,
0: we all know, don't we? He's one of the players as well. I mean, hope, well, we would hope in. Was hoping, sorry, it he'd be a lot fitter than what he was this season. I think he's missed quite a few games, did not he? Yeah,
2: but well that wasn't his fault, was it? He, he was taken out. Well, yeah. He was I'm taken saying, out by a rogue th- goalkeeper, in mm, my opinion. Oh, is that is anyone's fault, Dave? No, it was definitely the goalkeeper's <laughs> fault that day. Um,
0: but no, I mean... Well, his name he's is a, a great player. Do you know what? Together, you,
2: you, he, when, g- when you sign someone, you can normally gauge, you know, whether we've got a little, you know... Gem coming in and when when you see how the oppositions or the people he's left are tr- talking about him, you know if they if they thought he was rubbish, you, mm-hmm. you'd soon you'd soon get that they didn't want him to go, did they? He he made the right decision coming to us. He's definitely developed as a player, is in my view, in in his delight to see on the pitch.
1: He's a player though. I look at and look, we are dreaming, but if we were to make the Premier League, he's yeah. one I feel potentially could step have up, yeah. an opportunity to step up and show that actually. He can he can compete not? in the Premier League. Well Mate,
0: I mean, you look at the amount of times, he, like you say, he turns with the ball and twists around people and does whatever. He sometimes takes two or three players out of the game at once, yeah. which is ridiculous. But like you say, his work rate is phenomenal as well. Like his, honestly, his vision, his vision, everything about him is just brilliant. I mean, for an attacking midfielder, he likes to come back and defend as well, which is what we like to see, really, as football fans. We love yeah. that sort of stuff.
2: And he compliments the players playing with him. Around him yeah. as well in in midfield too. But you're right about his vision. There's a few times where he's looked up and and pinged the ball. That was like exquisite. Yeah, he's a great player.
1: And whenever he's on the ball, I always just do feel like he's got that magic. He's got something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. he can carry the ball really well, and he's that's that close control and the agility is just. Uh, he's brilliant. He's brilliant player like
0: a lower league Messi. Really for us. Yeah, <laughs> literally. We'll take it.
1: Uh, so we asked you guys, since his return from injury, how have you rated his performances? And producer Jacob says, is he a must start going forward? So that's what we asked you on Twitter. And Darren says, I think that the trio of Clark, Berry and Campbell is outstanding. Clark just brings an extra bit of quality that we didn't necessarily miss when he was out, uh, but we we'll certainly need for the running. Uh, Steven says, Jordan is a machine. He is so careful with the ball. His energy and fitness levels are insane. Would like a goal or two from him, but what a gem.
0: And yeah, well, careful you know. with the ball as well. I like that. That's probably what I was trying to think of earlier, but yeah, careful with the ball. He's, he's like very, so calm very, on yeah. it, isn't
1: it? He, and it, he gives off that vibe that when he's on the ball, it's you don't have to panic. It's not like mm-hmm. you've got a big clumsy. It, I don't want to compare two footballers in different leagues and different positions, but whenever like Harry Maguire's on the ball for Man United, you always look at it and you think, oh what's he going to do? Yeah, he's like clunky with it. But it's like, Jordan Clark is so like... Smooth. Yeah, that's... Smooth. Yeah. I love the way he said that. So like, if you compare the two on the ball and it's just like, you just feel so much more calm. With, well, I'm always happy to see him on the ball.
0: When every time he's got the ball, we're like, oh yeah, okay, he's going to pick someone out here. Or occasionally he doesn't, but we're we'll allow with that sometimes, don't we?
1: Even when he... like. In our opinion, you shouldn't be so calm on the ball. I think that there was that game a couple of weeks ago when on he did that turn up, and he, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh my god, my heart was in my mouth. But he knew what he was doing. And I sat that I like, please just boot it upfield, but he absence, did some amazing is, turn didn't he? Is, is the absence? Wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. There
2: was. Is the absence of goals a problem though? I don't think so. I think he's setting him up. He's he's doing well. But if he if he's going to score one this season, play a final winner,
1: please. Dan says we play better football with him in the team are able to vary our approach more by playing through the midfield as well as going direct to Adebeo. He has to start, especially on current form. But you
2: can't argue with that really, can you?
0: He's just a unit, well, like a unit, a machine. He is, like Steven says, Jordan is a machine. He is. And a bit he like Darren says, stop, that
1: mate. that midfield trio at the moment of Clark, Berry and Campbell is something that does have a lot of energy and it is providing yeah, results. Yeah. And
0: mate, I like the midfield, was it last week against, um, who did we play? Preston. Preston, yeah, the midfield three. I think it was uh Barry Clark Campbell. Oh, small, on the smaller side.
2: That's but what James said. Hey, have you not been listening? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> That's what Darren said. <laughs> have you not been
1: listening? <laughs> that trio. Oh
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were great though. And he's, that was he's, the first one that, I think. And and, and, <laughs> and do you know what, Patari, you know, you are not wrong though, are you? And Darren's not wrong either.
1: James says he runs more than anyone. Need him in the team. His attacking mentality is crucial as well. Right, yeah. It's someone who picks the ball up and wants to go forward with it. Anthony says an outstanding footballer just gets better and better always gives 110% and is a huge player for us incredible that we got him on a free two good business which makes you think as well he's probably worth a little bit now Jordan Clark the seasons he's had
2: I just don't you just love the recruitment for us this season it's been immense and the team have been immense recruiting and and they've found a gem haven't they with him when and, they recruited and we'll keep
0: him. And we finding more as well. That's the most exciting thing about it.
1: Chris says, he and Berry knit the play together so nicely and stretch defences off the ball, uh, which gives the forwards more space. Wasn't sure that Campbell, Clark and Berry midfield would be robust enough, but totally being proven wrong. They look so good. Must start. It's impressive to see Luke Berry just pop up in the team and just score. He just seems to always be in that right place to score, doesn't he? And yeah, I know I he, he did that season when he scored, what, 15-odd goals for Cambridge. Yeah. He clearly gets into them positions perfectly. Well,
0: I mean... What we said the other day about the whole thing of him going to Barnsley for, I think, was it a million pounds he went for? Yeah. Sound ridiculous, wasn't it? And then obviously he had to drop down again, came back to Cambridge, I think, and then went to us. don't know how much we signed him for, maybe 400k or whatever. But I think back then I remember being so excited about obviously Barry. I was saying I'm going a bit off topic here a little bit, but he's also another player that I absolutely love a Luton. It's Barry. And when he comes back into the team as well, I also feel very confident with Clark yeah. and Barry both in the team. Class.
1: Just always think with Barry, you're gonna get a goal. Mm-hmm. You put that ball in, he's he's there. Somehow he's just always hanging around just to, to score. But then again, he works hard and gets about We've got we got something good going on here, mate. Luke says, absolutely outstanding on and off the ball. He makes them little runs that split the midfield and the defence and makes amazing runs and passes. Couldn't ask for more. We definitely missed him and Berry when they're out, injured. Yeah. And Chaper says always gives a hundred percent whichever whichever position he's asked to play in. Our transfer business is genius, but to see this lad weaving through Championship midfielders and defenders is a joy to watch. His confidence is is sky high, and in short, I think I'm in love with him.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: huh. That's
2: a nice one to finish on, isn't
1: it? I, you know, how can you just you can't disprove any of
2: that? He's just been a quality player for us, and you know, long may he stay, and long may he continue to be really, really good. That's it. I've got a question for you both. Yes. Okay.
0: And a question for everyone as well. If they'd like to answer it, where do you prefer him to play? Number ten or out wide? So I know he mm-hmm. plays
1: more in midfield nowadays. I think he can play either, you know, and I, but I do like him in that ten. Yeah, I do like him in the ten.
2: I see him as a. I see him initially as a ten, but do you know what? And there's the thing with our midfield; they can switch over. Yeah, do you remember last
0: season? We played him. Was it last season? Season before? That no, was last season, wasn't it? We played him quite a lot at uh, sort of like wing back, didn't we? And I thought, honestly, that was that was something else. Watching a winger or an attacking midfielder go to a wing back position. And do what he did. I tell you
1: what, though, I wouldn't. I've been it. so impressed with Fred Onyadinma in the last couple of games he's played and his willingness to mm-hmm. take on a defender and his step overs and his little oh, yeah. like burst little. of acceleration. I wouldn't, if we, I'm not saying change anything because everything's perfect right now, but mm. I wouldn't be a, a, against seeing a 4 3 3 with Clark Wright on your Yadinma left, uh, Adebeo Central. That'd be pretty nice. But be, yeah,
0: anyway. well, it would be, but. The only thing is, we never play a free, do we, anymore? No, exactly. As I'm saying. You don't yeah. have to change
1: anything, but I think that would work pretty well. Uh, should we get into some more questions then? We've, we've left a bit of time for answer questions today because some of them are really nice, so let's do it. Yeah. Tom says, is second place unrealistic? No. Really?
0: It's not unrealistic.
1: Okay. It's probably unlikely. Mathematic- I wouldn't say it's mathematically Unlike,
2: it possible. Mathematically, pro- pro- possible? Um, can you see Bournemouth... Um, given the point swing to uh, to us in that, do you know what right? said before? Possibly not now, because they spent crap loads of money in the transfer window. They're not going to let it go. I still don't think they've still got really games in hands.
1: Them. People were saying as well, Bournemouth Bournemouth got the toughest running out of like the top top six, top eight at the moment. But I think if they were to lose any fixture, it would it's have been though, it? it would have been Saturday away at Huddersfield. Yeah, you, know? If, it's a tough you know, game, here's the
2: thing though if they if they are playing the top six, then they're going to do us lots of favors too. So. Um, is it unrealistic you can keep dreaming about it while it's mathematically possible yeah, of but course. I think we've got to be a little bit more
0: it's, it's unlikely down to
2: earth down to earth but you know it'd be great if it happened wouldn't well, it but
0: you never know we win our next two they lose the next two and it's back on see
2: you've done it again haven't you
0: fucking <laughs> hell <laughs> you know what I mean oh dear me
1: um, flustered over here Jack says if we get up to the Premier League can Kenilworth Road be used in the Prem of course yes. it can be used
2: they're going to have to tighten it up a bit of course bit of paint, bit of uh, other stuff they've got to put up and obviously uh that stupid thing that we don't like has to be input. Um but that'll be you know, if anybody's naive enough to think that we're not preparing ourselves to to go up and we're not making sure that we know what we have to do in the summer to the stadium to make sure we can go up, then um, you know, they're a bit deluded, aren't they? So all these comments you see on Twitter about the ground being, you know, a crap hole.
1: I have seen a few comments on Twitter from other fans going, Oh, they won't be able to play at Kenilworth Road. They'll have to ground share. And it's just like, I listened to Gary Sweet was on, um, the athletic podcast a couple of weeks ago before the Chelsea game. And he did was asked the question, can Kenilworth Road go into the premier league? And he basically said, I don't see how it's any different to Bournemouth's Dean Court being in the premier league. You know, there's, there's, it's not like this is the first 10 K capacity stadium going into the premier league potentially. Um, I think things would have to change. we know that but well from possible. working at Brentford, it is the one of the main things I think is the t v being able to house yeah. what ten eleven cameras every single game. It's the v a r it's also the floodlights. I think we'd need completely new floodlights if we were to go up to the Premier League, but press rooms as well't it press room yeah. places for flash interviews there's there's a few main. things, and it's mainly t v and I think it's something like the broadcasters need to be able to get their their broadcast trucks in. Uh, as close to the stadium as possible. Obviously, we ain't got room for that. Uh, but.
2: Hey, but listen, if.
1: It's if oh, the stuff down. I'm sure they're thinking about, isn't it? Let's be if honest.
2: If promoting to that division gives the club £90 million, I'm sure they won't. 104 I think. £104, I think. 104 oh. million. Pounds. And, you know, they're not going to worry about spending a couple of million doing the ground up, are they? That's not. Yeah. And, and even if it's going to be that much, you know, but they they know they need to spend in all
0: on fairness, it. I think we had to spend about a million, didn't we, to. The championship, come up, yeah. yeah, for like the boardings and the see, goal line and whatever else.
2: Yeah, so you know what? Of course, it'll be in the. Of course, it'll be good enough, and you know, and then that will shock a few people and maybe give us an advantage. Yeah, you know, we're dreaming oh, I'd again. L-
0: I'd love to see Kenneth Wright. M- imagine that we're in the Premier League the last season that we're in there.
1: Oh, be Amra, Wouldn't there? Ryan know, says.
0: Sorry, I know next season isn't last season. What I'm saying is, just imagine we go up and we stay there. No, it's highly
2: unlikely again, but <laughs> wake, we're dreaming, we're
1: dreaming. wake up, wake wow. up, wake up. Ryan says, which team in the championship this season has underperformed?
0: Oh, which team has underperformed?
1: Oh, uh. There's probably quite a few you look at in there, isn't there? That, uh, well, you'd, you'd have
2: thought, you'd have thought um, the likes of Barnsley were playoffs last year. You'd think they would have done better. You'd think they might have just, you know, gone on from that, but that's or well,
1: Swansea reached to play a final right. last year and, and I think Swansea. after that they were hmm. probably going. I know they lost a few of their key players in the summer, but
0: uh, Well, Stoke City another team as well. Stoke which yeah. is yeah. very good to see as well, I like
1: that. So I think there's a there is a couple even a, someone like Birmingham City, you know, the start of the season when they beat us 5-0, they would yeah. have been pretty I'm, confident. I'm like
0: Bournemouth as well. Yeah. yeah. Thought they might be in, well, you West Brom as well, have one. Oh, yeah. West Brom, yeah. West Brom. Massively. Obviously, the Bournemouth one, people might go, well, actually, no, they're still second, but realistically, they haven't even, I mean, the title charge was off for them, wasn't it, from Christmas onwards, really? If I don't of it and run away of it, but the amount of money that Bournemouth has spent as I well. I refer
2: you to when we was at Bournemouth, and I said, I don't think Bournemouth will win the league.
0: Yeah.
2: I didn't, I, I, I mean, they've obviously improved loads, but at that day, I thought it was unlucky not to win. So, yeah, them as I'll give you that one. But realistically,
0: I think West Brom and the team in there. West Brom, underperform. Because I, I said at the beginning of the season, I thought they might get well, yeah, right. I I an mean, you, well.
2: When you say underperform, though, define underperform because, you know, it's expectations of, of fans, isn't it? Or is it expectations of their club well, sometimes? Because lots of fans would their think... club,
0: I mean, the, the amount of money the players they've got, I mean... There'll be
2: many there'll be many fans thinking their clubs have underperformed because of where we are in the division.
1: But then there'll be loads of managers and players of clubs yeah. that will probably look at their season and go, we've not, we've not performed well this season. Get that,
0: I get that. And the thing is with West Brom as well, and I keep banging on about them. Their recruitment in the summer was pretty shit, wasn't it? I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't know anything. Like, I you know, I'm not a scout, I'm not a manager, or whatever else. But if you look at them kind of players and you think, oh, you're spending money on those kind of, come on, man, you can get a lot better than that. But I'm not going to the name them out, this year, but is Yeah, it? sorry.
1: So there's just not a word from this year. No. Unless they somehow sneak into the playoffs last minute, beat us in the final or something. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> um, last one then to end today. Alex says, what team would you be most confident in playing in the playoffs? Assuming we were to get there. Weirdly enough, probably Huddersfield. Yeah, do you reckon? No, really. Do you know what? I feel like i feel more confident playing Blackburn. I think if you gave us Blackburn at home in that... Mm. No, Blackburn away in that first leg. If we finished third or fourth, Blackburn away... On like Tuesday night in May with like three thousand loot in there, Nicker one nil. Stop it. Stop can you
2: can you please guarantee that we can turn QPR over at some point? Mm. Please mm. guarantee it.
1: If there was two teams I would want to avoid in the playoffs, I think Forest would be one of yeah. them. QPR surely. And probably QPR. I just I for me I couldn't stand playing QPR in a playoff final. But you imagine um, playing in the final and we break the curse. Yeah, But the fingers haven't been that impressed with QPR in the games we played him. Nah. That's the thing. The fingers with Forrest, obviously they played quite well against Liverpool in the FA Cup at the weekend. But from what I've seen of Forrest on TV this season, their front three is electric. They've got Spencer right back who's yeah. unreal. Um, obviously, John Brennan Johnson part of that front three, and he he's such a big player. And you just think, is he could he drag them through a playoff with? His talent, you know, it's.
0: Like they're saying that though, when we went up their place
2: and we drew,
1: nil nil, Mister Penn,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know, I can't remember. The and isn't it? There. But, but isn't but it? Yeah, we should have <laughs>
2: beaten them. Isn't it great though? We're having this conversation now and yeah. being fairly relaxed about it, and you know, a bit on edge because you really, you're really dreaming. But it's, it's a nice place to be, isn't it?
0: Oh, in a few weeks' time, we could be sat really miserable.
2: Yeah, oh, be the oh, summer.
1: What in a few weeks.
2: Yeah, when we finish the you know season's over, we've done it as far as I'm concerned. Summers in,
1: despite how gutting it would be to get to a playoff final and lose, just to even think about the fact that Luton Town would be in a Championship playoff final, like we would take forty k to Wembley for that. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. mate, and it's, it'd be embarrassing for me as well because people would see me cry as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh mate, I just Cause,
0: you know well you come on, you know we'll all be crying if we get to the final we lost. Uh, well, I just crying into my pint and drink it then.
1: I'm gonna cry up. if we win as well. I think there'll be tears no matter what, but We're all dreaming, aren't we? Oh, stop. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, let's stop it.
0: Fine. Let's go back that to Earth.
2: I know what you're dreaming about.
0: Oh yeah?
2: Yeah. Cycling. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. oh
0: no, you're gonna mention that one or
1: Pitaro might be cycling with Mark to uh, Peterborough away. Well, He said he will, so let's hope he follows either, through on that. Yeah, let's, well,
2: let's hope I don't follow through. Have you checked your emails? <laughs> yeah, I messaged him the other yeah. day. I actually, need to message He's him not bad. very well at the moment. He? So, no.
1: uh,
2: get well soon, Mark. Hurry up and get those uh, cycles out. Yeah, because so I was
0: supposed to get out on the bikes with Mark at the
1: weekend. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, he got uh, COVID.
1: Well, hopefully, he's fit enough to and get uh, to yeah. Peterborough in a few weeks' time, a couple of weeks, whenever it is. But yeah, no, but. I'll be in the support vehicle. I'm just going to throw
0: it out there. I have agreed to do it Mark, and um, I'm currently on a fitness program. I know it doesn't look like it, so I'm still a bit on the chubby <laughs> side, but weirdly enough, I've been running for the last two and a half, three weeks. I've lost a little bit of weight, and I feel a bit fitter, but I'm sure it'll be a lot different when I'm on a bike. to
1: Peter. Bro. And if you haven't donated yet, just go and visit his JustGiving page, because yeah. it's uh, a worthy Cause. Lovely stuff. Well, thanks so much for listening today. If you haven't watched us before, get us on YouTube, Owen the Town, whenever you get to the office today, or if you're working from home or something, just sit, check us out on YouTube, see Bataro's beautiful, messy, long hair and shit <laughs> <need> that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was just a really uncalled for attack anyway yeah, uh, thank you so much for terrible, listening man. thank you so much for watching and we shall see you next week Patch. actually we won't see you next week because it's international break so we'll see you in two yes. weeks have a good week off everyone